This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Well, let's bring in PJ Glasser so we can talk about some things that do interest you. Joining us on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line is PJ. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best of the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. PJ, the host of Inside the Betting Lines from 1 to 5 in the East each Sunday from MGM National Harbor. He is also a host across the BetQL Network. PJ, good morning to you, and let's begin in the NFL because, man, we get NFL on Thursday night. We get Christmas Eve football. We get Christmas Day football, and we start on Thursday with the Jags at the Jets. We've gone back and forth on this with the Jets laying one in the Meadowlands. Where are you going here? Yeah, good morning to you guys. It's a tough game. You know what's funny is I think the Jets are playing like the same game two weeks in a row. Doesn't it feel like the Jags are like the AFC version of the Lions? They're just getting on a roll right now. They're kind of hovering in the wild card picture. Their quarterback's playing great. Their offense is looking good. They've had some nice wins. I just I feel like I'm going back to the well with the Jets one more time because it feels like everybody that took the Lions last week because they wanted to fade Zach Wilson, they were riding the hot team, they got validated with the win. So if you faded the Jets last week, why wouldn't you fade them again this week? Especially, you know, the Jets had that game. They were up 17-13. It was fourth and in inches. If they get that stop, they win the game. Or even after the Lions scored, if Robert Solid just uses one of those timeouts, they might get a field goal and send it to overtime. So I really feel like the Jets lost that game rather than the Lions won it. Jacksonville, after that great overtime win against Dallas, they're going on the road on a short week trying to continue to save their season. They pretty much have to win out if they want a shot at making the playoffs. So I like the Jets this week to bounce back. Zach Wilson wasn't awful. He did have that interception, which ended up being costly, but he probably played better than most people expect him to. The defense for most of the game for the Jets was very good. So I'm going to the well one more time with the Jets this week. It's another pick em against a team that's riding hot right now. But I think that New York's the right side in this game. Yeah, and I'll say one thing about the Jets is Garrett Wilson has been a cash cow for me in the props market. So I will continue to ride him and his props uh, as my play in that game. Let's go to the Bengals and the Patriots. Bengals laying three and a half on the road here. And I think the big question mark is, can the Patriots cut recover after putting on one of the worst single plays in NFL history? Losing to the Raiders on that wild last play of the game in which it was like a bunch of laterals. And bottom line, very embarrassing. So what do you think the read is here? How insane was the finish to that game? I don't know what you guys were doing when you the were watching. Play in history. It was just like audibly just like, oh my God, what was that that just happened? But you got to feel like after that play, Belichick already in practice is probably as hard-nosed as they come. 
attention to detail. This week, I feel like he is as meticulous as probably he's ever been in his career. I think he's going to have the Patriots ready to go. And the Bengals, the finish to their schedule, they ha- they host Buffalo at home next week, and then they finish the season at home against Baltimore. If they win out, they get the number one seed, and they also obviously would clinch the division in the process. So they have two massive, massive games coming up uh, in the next two weeks. You come off that crazy comeback against Tampa. You're down 17-0 at one point. You win the game 34-17. It feels like if there was ever a sandwich spot for Cincinnati, if there was ever maybe a look-ahead spot for them, this would kind of be the week. And Vegas is basically telling you New England and Tampa are kind of the same teams because they're three-and-a-half-point spreads in both games, Cincinnati. So I I like New England in this game. Cincinnati's won eight of their last nine. They're looking like the team we saw that made it to the Super Bowl. Bunch of people are are riding the Bengals train right now. But I like New England plus three-and-a-half in this spot. I think it's almost a fade of Cincinnati because – of those two massive games they have looming the final two weeks of the season and the way that Patriots game ended, I think the Pats are the right side in this game. We're talking with PJ Glasser, host of Inside the Betting Lines from 1 to 5 live in the East each Sunday from MGM National Harbor. You can see him across the BetQL network and he's on Twitter, PJ Glasser, a great follow as well. Commanders are visiting the Niners this week, going all the way out west. This line open with the Niners laying 6.5. It's already been bet up to Niners minus 7.5. You still rolling with San Francisco here? Or do you like Washington? Jenks, I like Washington. It's probably one of my favorite plays yeah. of the week, and I like it for a couple different reasons. The first, I think this is a good spot to fade San Francisco because they just clinched the division, right? So obviously right there, just a natural kind of letdown spot. Not only did you clinch the division, but look at who you clinched it against. You, you did it against Seattle on the road, and the Brock Purdy mania love continues and all week everybody's asking can they win a Super Bowl with Brock Purdy can they get to the Super Bowl with Brock Purdy and that narrative just continues meanwhile Washington their backs are up against the wall right now it was really set up nice for you you had the Giants two consecutive weeks you had a bye in between the Giants that's the only team you had to prep for in a three-week span and you couldn't even get a win out of it. You tied, and then you lost at home. So now their backs are up against the wall. They, they know they have to go to San Francisco. They're not looking to cover this game. They're looking to win it outright. I think this is a good underplay as well. I think Washington defense shows up. We know how great that Niners defense is, obviously. But the hook, I love it with Washington. I'd even sprinkle money line plus 275 because the Niners know they're in the playoffs. They have the West wrapped up. All they're fighting for right now is whether or not they're going to get the two or the three seed while Washington is fighting for their playoff lives. So I like the commanders quite a bit in this spot. I think they cover the number. I think that's a great point and angle to bring up this time of the year in the NFL as motivation will be different for teams in different spots in the playoff scenarios. All right, before we get to college hoops, one more game we got to get to the Cowboys laying six against the Eagles, but the Eagles may not have Jalen Hurts. So do you think this is a good enough Eagles team to still cover the number here? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, a lot of talk has been, will this number get to seven? And obviously, if it gets to seven, you just have to take the Eagles, just a straight numbers play, divisional matchup. Jalen Hurts has been great this season. He, he still might win the MVP, even though he's he might not play another regular season game all year, just out of precaution and to hold him out so he doesn't re-aggravate any kind of injury that he has 
but the Eagles are still so loaded. They might have the best offensive line in football. They can still run the ball with Miles Sanders and Kenneth Gamewell. They have Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown on the outside. They have a great defense. And all the Micah Parsons chatter that he was talking about on Von Miller's podcast about the Eagles and, mm-hmm. and Jalen Hurts, I think the Eagles are going to play for their quarterback this week. They're going to lock things up, the number one seed, the NFC East. So I love Philly plus six. I also like a plus nine, uh, plus 190. Gardner Minshew might be the best backup quarterback in football. We've seen him have some really good moments with Jacksonville. I don't know if he can be a starter again, but in spots like this, I really think he can be good. So I like Philly a lot. I think this is just too much of an adjustment. I saw this line open at Philly minus one and a half when they thought that Hertz was good and it was just going to be a normal game. So you've had like a seven and a half point correction in a game like this. And guys, we've seen Dallas the last couple of weeks. Obviously, they lost to Jacksonville last week. They should have lost to the Texans the week before. They're kind of trending down at the time. You don't want to be trending down right now while Philly just continues to win football games. So even if Philly doesn't win, you got to figure it's going to be close. It's going to be a three, four point game. So I, I like the Eagles quite a bit, plus six. PJ, let's talk some college basketball. Tonight we've got Georgetown visiting number two UConn, and UConn is laying 23 and a half points with the total set at 147 and a half. I'm curious to see where you're going here. Yeah, so this game, UConn, if if people haven't seen them play yet, I highly advise it. They are 11-0-1 against the spread this season. They've beaten wow. every team by double digits. They are just absolutely on a warpath right now. With all that being said, if there's one thing I know about college basketball, when the top team in a conference goes against the worst team in the conference, like we're getting tonight, when UConn's playing Georgetown, the worst team in the conference tends to cover – because you get so much value on them, especially with a team like UConn that hasn't lost against the number yet. Of course, they're going to be overvalued in the market because Vegas keeps adjusting to UConn and all their models and the fact that they keep going over what they have projected for them. So you're getting value there. And then the fact that it's Georgetown, it's the worst team in the Big East. I do like the Hoyas tonight. It's a huge number and UConn's been beating the crap out of everyone but I think they can lose this game by like 17, 18 points. So I would lean towards the Hoyas in this game. All right, PJ, time is creeping up on us, but let's go Virginia and Miami. A shorter spread on this one. The Cavaliers favored two and a half. What's the angle here? Yeah, so this is going to be a good game. I like the spot for Miami because Virginia just played that great game against Houston. Obviously, that's a war whenever you go up against the Cougars. Miami's offense has been riding high. They're in the top 25 now. With all that being said, this is the Tony Bennett special. This is the kind of game where when he goes up against high-flying offenses, he just has a knack for shutting them down and taking them out of their game. So Virginia's a short number right now. They're two and a half. The spread is telling you to take Miami. But the styles, I like Virginia because when they go up against offenses like this, they tend to shut them down and take the Cavaliers tonight. He is P.J. Glasser, host of Inside the Betting Lines from 1 to 5 Eastern. That is live each Sunday from MGM National Harbor. And check him out across the BetQL network. P.J., great stuff as usual. Good to hear from you. Good to see you guys. Take care. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.